0: And welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyze games one system and letter at a time. I'm Sol. You'll get no insect puns from me today because they really bug me. Oh, God. I'm Mark La Cucuracha, La Cucuracha.
1: There you go. I'm Dan, and I was going to make the bug. Joke as well, and that's. I've stole your thunder. there. Sorry. I'm, I'm too tired to think of. Yeah, you've ruined it for me. Thanks. I know. I've been
2: buzzing around with that one for ages. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How could use that one?
0: Just oh, wing it.
2: Dear. <laughs> for this uh, second series that
0: we're on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, everybody, uh, or World 2, as we call it, we're covering the Sega Mega Drive or the Sega Genesis if you're from. USA. We're working our way from A to Z. And a number. Uh, and this episode our World 2 Stage 9 is Insector X. A game that came out and someone played. Which is what we've done this week, month, days, I don't know. As is the, the way, this is the way. Before we get into that of feature game we, we generally like a bit of a catch-up because we don't talk to each other
2: outside this podcast i uh, just to can all... i hijack oh, this catch-up before go on, we go into the catch-up because yeah. we're all going to discuss forza so why don't we have a mini side catch-up first just about forza and then we don't need to talk about it when we go into the catch-up catch-up that makes sense have you been playing forza mark <laughs> we all have, haven't we? So, uh, well, I've been playing it when it allows me to play. So I've been playing it on PC, and I have had I have had some technical issues. I've ended up having to reinstall Windows on the PC so that I can play it uninterrupted. But it was a job that needed doing anyway, so it just forced my hand. <laughs> That's, that is an extreme <laughs> solution. Uh, yeah, I know. But thankfully, I'm a, a, an organised person. So the only thing on my system drive is Windows. Everything else is always saved onto um, another drive, so it doesn't really make much difference.
0: That's how it should be. And how, how are we Yeah, so for the, for the listeners is. out there, uh,
2: it's what? It's been
0: out, at least for listeners. people who've listener. not... People who've not been... Yeah, for the listener... For, uh, for deadlock. For, <laughs> for all our listeners.
1: Someone who stumbled onto this and can't reach the controls to turn it off. It's
0: been out a day on Game Pass and about five days if you'd uh, pre-ordered it. So it is really early days. How, how are you finding it?
2: It is very, very, very easily the most exciting, interesting game that Xbox have released in absolutely... Fuck it, seems probably 4's a 4, I mean, it's Horizon oh. 4, it's exceptionally, exceptionally good. It's not reinventing the wheel, it's just taking 4 and going, how can we make this a bit better? And um, to be honest, that's all it needed. It's all it needed, Far was brilliant as it was. Yeah, it was, it was a perfect, and, and, you know, I was still playing 4, I mean, when did it come out? I was still playing it right up until I came here to Lanzarote. So that shows... I was playing it last week. Yeah, this uh, you know, so uh, the, that, uh, the, the, the fun and the amount of content and stuff that came with 4, you know, it has more or less led me right into this one. And when you hit into the game, it immediately feels like sliding on like, oh God, I remember these jeans. They're a fucking ace. But for some somehow the better, it's like, I remember these jeans, they were ace, but I've just lost a bit of weight and they're even better now. That's what it's like.
0: <laughs> they're like a it's like a comfy pair of slippers isn't it straight in
2: yeah, yeah all the all yep. the familiar beats are there the yeah.
0: the gregarious opening the i-octane <laughs> opening the uh, mini mini stories if you will that that, yeah. that you've got to do to kind of unlock the
2: map and it's just it's just being a game though that's what's nice about it in a world of codemasters racing games that are going off on tangents left right and center and wanting me to fucking spend money on a time saver pass and do this and do busy work and fuck yeah oh, you've got to grind through that before we'll give you a car worth driving forza's like fuck off i'm dropping you off in a lamborghini out of the back of an airplane of that <laughs> it's brilliant you know so
1: um yeah it's really refreshingly good just to bring the tone down a little bit <laughs> Um, not the tone. Just to bring bring the excitement down a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I can't do with the hammed up acting. <laughs> yeah, the, the the voice acting in it is just. Uh, I, I can't wait for the show. To make, I just, I'd rather just write it out to, on the screen to for make me.
2: it more bearable. I've created myself a fit ginger avatar, giving her a bloke's voice and the pronoun they. Now, I, I, it, it entertains me the whole time because I've got some really slinky fit bird that's going, all right, we're going to go down here and have this, right? So that's actually made it more
1: bearable. <laughs> well, I've put a pink denim jacket
0: on mine. So I'm, I'm, I'm about there with you. I, I've just got some T-shirt and jeans on. I've, whenever I have to create an avatar in any kind of game, I just I just end up creating my normal self. <laughs> <with this. laughs>
2: So, but yes, it is, uh, it, it's It's wonderfully good. And what are those bits where it, it seems like there's some more interesting player-created content? I seem to have stumbled across it, but I haven't stumbled across making any of it. Have you guys done it? I haven't made any yet, but they're, they are... Um, are they called challenges? Yeah, they're like a remember. deck of cards, aren't they? Um, and yeah, they, they get subsequently more difficult but they seem to be created by people and you can like them and upvote them and things like that. That's new in it. I don't remember that. There was something similar so. before but it wasn't as detailed as it is in this one. Was it not Super Sevens? Was that not people that uh, people yeah. created stuff? Yeah. I don't know. No, um,
0: there is all, all the, there is a, a big everything's got cards now. After playing Back for Blood. All, all mm. the cards in Fours of Five are on cards and there are a deck of cards deck of car cards you know when you look at your car collection obviously you've got mm. the old
1: oh they've done it like a stick
0: yeah book. yeah stock. Yeah. collect
2: all these card-y. the the only thing i don't like about it and this is coming off the back of this is the first game i've played that's not on ps5 i think this year since i since i moved over here i've been using the ps5 for the gaming is how long it takes to restart or load something. I've read the fuck. And it's not, it's not a long time, but after playing on the PS5, I'm like that. Why I'm it? to uh, so, wait on a series X. Uh, is it
1: instant? Is it? Yep. So, yep. I mean, which is irritating because when it's loading something, it gives you all the stats. I'm like, Oh, how many? Oh, God. okay. It's loaded. All right. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. If I could
2: get hold of a series X, I would be playing on it a- on a series X. I, th- I think I'm over uh pc gaming now um i'll probably get back into it at the end of the life cycle of the consoles when it gets better than them again but at the minute the experience on console seems to actually be a bit better than the experience on pc it's not instant on the pc and the thing is the annoying thing is i've got a ridiculously beefy pc all fully ssd'd up so there's no excuse for it not to be so and it still isn't so yeah that's annoying so what about you, Sol?
0: Like you say, it's, it's more of the same, and that's only a good thing. It's slicker. There's less trees to hit, which is good.
2: There is. They seem to have. They seem well, to have dialed. They're all they, cactus. Out. They seem to have dialed so, down on things that can stop you in your tracks. Yes. Yeah. So flying exactly. through
0: small bushes, small trees, cactus stuff like that. Yeah. Rocks. You can't drive I through think a rock. That's just part of- I found that out. But. Uh, that's part of the setting, though, surely. Yeah, well, I but mean, still, it, there but are just
1: generally less forests in Mexico than there yeah, are in Britain. But even when you fly through a big, big course. area even of when trees, the, yeah, the, the ones that
0: will stop you are minimal. Whereas, uh, well, you yeah, try and take a shortcut through a wooded area in the in Forza 4, you're pretty much eating every tree and stopping. Nah, I used to like that doing doing Eliminator and running through the tree and just being like. Mm-hmm. It, it, it,
1: mm-hmm in between them all, yeah. Like, yeah, like you're something in a mini and someone's chasing you down in like a Lamborghini. Twisted through all the trees. <laughs> Fuck
0: you. I, I did, yeah, I'm liking it. I went online with a couple of guys. I went online with Devo and uh, Mitso um, from Twitch uh, last night. Uh, no, the night before. I, me and you, Dan, had a quick crack on it last night. Uh, I must admit, the online aspects of Foz is something I've never really spent much time on. So I'm not yeah. sure what... Because obviously you can do all those playground mm. games, can't you? The tag, the king of the hill, the flags, that kind of stuff that's in the game anyway. Um, and I always thought, well, is it just you do that but with friends? Uh, but I don't know. But, but yeah, maybe there's more that. to it. So I've set up a, a, a car club. Um, I've sent you invites and stuff. So maybe jump on there. as a. As a but yeah, in, in answer to your question, it's good. And it's more of the good stuff. And that can only be... Good, good. <laughs> but apart from Forza stuff then, what, you, what you've been up to, music, games, TV, stuff like that, you know, the stuff we normally talk about before we deep dive and analyse one game, uh, one letter and system at a time. Well, I've been playing games and watching
2: films. Go on is not like me. So I finished Cuphead. Did you, you fucking bastard? I can't finish it. Yeah,
1: get good. I think <laughs> it's a term you used when I said I don't like Bloodborne. Yeah.
2: But, um yeah. It's um it's good. The difference really between good. me and Cuphead and you and Bloodborne is that I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, I
1: did, I, I've tried a lot of hours of Bloodborne. I just it's not clicking. Maybe I'll go back one day. Who knows? Yeah, cup cuphead finished and I liked that when I finished it, the two achievements that I unlocked for finishing it both were rare.
2: Yeah. So it pops up
1: with a little diamond. It goes, boom, yeah. like two percent of gamers finished it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's because a lot of people went, ah, oh, it's looked nice, and I thought I
2: would want to play it, but it's hard. It's really it hard. Up. And you finished yeah. it on your own as well, didn't you? Without without an additional player, because yes, I've not, I've never played it in co-op. I'm, I don't know what it's like. I've only really played it in co-op. Um. So and it's really good fun. Um. Uh, but yeah, I can't really imagine playing it. Any other way? No, I, I did. I really did like it. I'd like more of it, please. Maybe that's why I can't finish I it because kids are shit at it. I'm going to blame them. It's them two little ballbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's because kids are shy. <laughs> yeah.
1: They keep dying. I yeah. spend half my time yeah. reviving yeah, they're them. are dragging me down. I toyed with the idea of going back and trying to get A's on everything, but I got an A on the last two levels, and I thought, Ah, no, I'm not going back now. Um, Metroid Dread finish that as well that's good really good i really enjoyed that i think i liked it because it didn't overstay its welcome it for me it was about eight and a half hours in total mm. the pacing felt good you know i never felt like i was just stuck going round in circles at one point with um what was the other one i played lately That was a similar game hollow knight in hollow knight there was there was points when i was like where am i supposed to be going now what am i doing What what power do i need because it was just quite a big game mm. i don't think I ever felt like that with ori either
0: does it come with some like really crazy objectives and like speedrun elements or something i will listen to a podcast today and there's some kind of it's like side quest or something or i might imagine that and i weren't listening properly
1: not that i'm aware of there's a lot of um hidden areas and you do need to like some of the bricks you can you break up you can smash the bricks and they'll have a different kind of um Icon on them, and you can only break them with certain powers. One of them is a, a speed run wall. So if that's what if that's what people have said, and you've misunderstood it, but the um, yeah, you, you, there's a power you get where you run, and then she goes in faster and faster. You can
0: break through something,
1: yeah. And some of those are really tricky to get to because the space in which you need to get up to speed is quite large. But then you've got to keep that momentum going and bounce around and smash through some walls like two screens away. They're really difficult. I give up with them. Cause just, i'd finished it anyway so i'm not going back through it so eight and a half hours about 60 odd 70 percent um item collection but yeah good doesn't obviously it's welcome looks pretty plays well bueno i uh, give that um nine of woogers really really liked it
2: been to cinema watched dune dune i've watched this as well it's Good. i thought it was amazing really good. What, you do like well, it I, I i say
1: it's good I think I enjoyed it. I don't know. I I th- I'd like to see the next one, and then I think I might um, I might think more of the first one. I've watched it and gone, okay, I see. Yes, it was big, and it was grand, and it was I, impressive.
2: I watched it again last night with Jen, because I can't get it on the cinema here, but it's on HBO Max, and I noticed a lot more and liked it a lot more the second time, even though I liked it a lot the first time. So might be worth another watch when it comes out on VOD. What did you what did you notice that you hadn't noticed previously? It's just, just cause spoil anything. It, it, um, just a lot of the subtleties of the politics in it kind of wash over you the first time because it's it, it's quite dense in it, really, and what's going on. The simplest way to kind of describe it is like you take the complexity of something like Game of Thrones and you're trying to smash it into two hours. And so you're trying to introduce all these characters and set up this world and set up this story and set up this whole hierarchy political system all in this two-hour thing and still make it exciting, interesting and have action and stuff in it. So it's quite a dense film and you enjoy it the first time, but you kind of come out of it thinking, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. uh, and when you watch it the second time, you can soak it up a bit more, and it's quite—it's quite nuanced, really, really good. And I think I think it'll just keep getting better and better and better and better the more you watch it. I hope now that it's done well, because they had plans to do it as two films, didn't they? I hope they actually stretch it out, because I think it would be the longer they make it, I think the better it'll be they've also they've already committed to part two haven't they that's already been uh well kind of but yeah kind I, of the I, deal won it for for them i think they that were their sugar coating for saying let us do it on hbo max at the same time because he was dead against it um and i think they said look we'll give you two if you let us do it kind of thing and that, that i think that's why it caved i mean I, I came
1: out of it going mm. what what just happened mm. you know the Processing a lot of information, yeah, exactly, there. yeah, and and it is quite heavy the first half an hour, forty five minutes, in a way you're learning all the characters' names, you're learning the if you've not read the books anyway, you're learning
2: all the yeah, um, the the handle House
1: of atreides Trade, yes, the hand- the book right there, Sullivan is waving
2: in front of us, they handle it. In a very clever way, some of the exposition, like the fact that he's watching a documentary about the island and about the people and about the this. So rather than it being some shitty exposition conversation, you know, you're learning about it as he's learning about it. I thought stuff like that were done really, really yeah. cleverly. There were loads of, because obviously I know the original one because I love. Um, you know, David well, Lynch. that's where David Lynch so, fell then, down,
0: didn't he? He, he, had, he had the inner monologue of all the characters. I'll get, this, I'll get, this, yeah. I'll get this, the book onto the screen by just having everyone talk in their head for
2: eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> it just is handled infinitely better. And obviously it looks seamlessly beautiful. You don't look at any shot in that film and go, that, even though the entirety of the film is CGI, you know, at no point are you pulled out of the film going, that's CGI, because it just all is so flawlessly perfect that you don't even notice it's there. It,
1: it is beautiful and I watched it at one of the Dolby vision screens and fucking hell it was loud like I, I, I don't mind I like it loud but it was vibrating the seats it was like and it wasn't a 4D experience it was just Fucking loud! All <laughs> you know, the is, bass and stuff. Yeah,
2: it is at home as well. So it's obviously a stylistic choice by the director. It's really bass-heavy. Well, yeah, because you can't hear the fucking dialogue unless you crank it really loud. So when a ship sets off or something like, your whole entire living room goes. Boo! So it's, it's the same when you start watching it at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to watching part two and hoping
1: to appreciate part one more. Yeah, because I did come out of it going. Eh. Did I like it? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. A lot happened, but it, it clearly it feels unfinished. It feels like you <laughs> haven't finished watching it. Yeah, it definitely but that's the idea. Yeah, it does it's, feel like an intro. It doesn't. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like a film that's finished and it's set up for a sequel. It feels like you're just taking a break in the middle. Yeah. Of it for me. Yeah, definitely. you like, oh, I, I want to watch more of it. Yeah, which uh, I suppose I came out with that feeling, so I must have liked it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna show up now. I've I've um run out of things I did.
0: Go All right. I have done very very little. I've been I've been playing Halo Three online multiplayer with some people in in one of the discards I'm in. I've something to do later. night. I've been playing Forza Horizon Five, and I've been working my fingers to the bone, <laughs> and that. Is about that i have made a start on better called soul about eight episodes into the first series which i'm enjoying thoroughly um, because mike's my favorite character from breaking bad and
2: there's a lot of mike yeah. do, do you prefer it though um, I, I like everything about it just that it's a bit more odd a bit more weird a bit funnier it's not taking itself quite as seriously particularly as the end of breaking bad started doing and i think it's just got a bit more focus it's a bit bit more interesting it, it's
0: just different isn't it so it's got yeah. a different yeah it's the same character um it's yeah it's got a lot of interesting characters in it as well that you they've got a lot of different sides to them as well
2: yeah like it, it's mad brother it's, yeah he's um, mad um, brother
0: and the boss of the
2: and that boss yeah, guy yeah. who's <laughs> like
0: a typical american douchebag Really? <laughs> I mean, he's he's, he's a yeah. stereotype in many ways, but there's also something yeah. going on there that I'm not entirely sure of. I like his little confidant um, female friend who, who also works there.
2: She Really comes into her own as like a really, really, really well-written character. Uh, the, the deeper that the story yeah. goes on, the good the thing with Better Call Saul versus Breaking Bad is Breaking Bad had peaks and troughs of that's amazing, that's all right, it's getting a bit boring. Wow, that's amazing. Whereas Better Call Saul just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better and better and oh, better and better. So cool. Um, yeah, but no,
0: that's it. Um I don't know what is it. Two or three weeks since we last recorded. I, I, I just I'm on the treadmill. It's always typically busy with my work going towards Christmas as we, as we come to an IT change freeze. So everything just storm, uh, snowballs towards Christmas, no pun intended. So it just feels like I'm just looking forward to December. Oh, saying that, I've been still been playing Ocarina of Time. I've got Ganondorf's Castle to do on my Sunday Twitch streams. Just that left. And uh, I finished Evil Within on my terrifying Thursdays on Twitch where I play horror games. That's yeah, good, it's been it? Crackers. I'm not entirely sure. It's one of those Japanese games, and I didn't realise it was a Japanese game. I always assumed it was a US game, and then I played it, and it's from Resi 4, dude, isn't it? Yeah, it's that Resi 4 guy, yeah. And um, it's absolutely off its head. And I, I, Yeah, it's mental. And I'm trying to keep track of, am I in someone's head? Is it, am I in his head? Am I in my own? I, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, it's finished. But either way, <laughs> it's... Yeah, um,
2: yeah it <laughs> It, um, it's a good. D- I, did I the one thing I really loved about that game is the opening of it, the very opening where you end up, um, in that thing with that big butchery guy chasing you and oh, you're hiding yeah. in cupboards yeah. and, uh, you know, that is a really strong opening, isn't it? Yeah. And um, the second one's better.
0: Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I didn't. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to bounce straight from the first one to the second one and burn myself out. So I've pivoted to uh to tonight as we record tonight it'll be Resident evil Code veronica on the dreamcast so that'll oh be interesting
2: oh god you fucking hell shit that um and it's long yeah just play far that's the only one worth playing isn't it? um well
0: i'll wait while soul's finished but I, yeah i've I, i've done my life's been and i'm nice. trying to finish dune the book have we have you mentioned dune all
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've gone into, yeah, into it somewhat um most of mine's been covered with dan there are a couple of things however um because they brought out resident evil 4 for the quest i went and bought a quest so that i could play resident evil 4 on it only to get the quest home and realize that it's only available on quest 2 which was a bit annoying so i bought a quest 2 as well um so we've now got two quests in the house and i have to say that they're really good. They're really, really so much better than I say that. I only got it for one game. That is the only game I haven't played. uh, It's brilliant. It's every bit as good quality as the Vive was. um, Connected to the PC, but there's no cables. There's no messing around. Um, The multiplayer aspects, you know, being able to got one of them in. You know, we've got uh, on three floors here, so you know, one person playing it in the basement, another playing in the living room, and being able to, you know, double up and uh, a multiplayer on games and stuff like that. And then I've seen the kids playing with some of the other kids from from school at some of the stuff on it. The the I think because it's a, a console in its own right, because it's in a closed architecture, Um, even though these games are running on lesser hardware, they run perfectly. The tracking is perfect. Um, So I've got to say, like, if you've got kids that are similar age to mine, 9 and 11, and you're struggling what to get them for Christmas because fucking none of the consoles are available, for the sake of 300 quid, the Quest is definitely, definitely, Worthy of your attention. So, uh, so that's that. Um, June. I was going to talk about the only other thing I've watched. Um, TV wise, is there's a new series of Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO, which is just as amazing. If you like Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's just as amazing as you would want it to be. So it's probably up there with the best it's ever 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 been. Um, and then the other thing is Guardians of the Galaxy. So. i'm in two minds with this game it's really 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 fun um it's like joy to play it's not too difficult but it feels like they're purposely holding back for a much 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 better game the whole way through so you control your character um and you've also got obviously your teammates But they're with you right from the start and all of their skills are with you right from the start and it feels like this should be a Metroidvania type game where you're introduced to these characters as you go and you can go back to new areas and now you've got their skills to go past new bits and unlock new things. And um, these are the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm on one mission and there's no mission board for me to divert myself away there's no busy work for me there's no respite for me to go i just want to take another mission you know i've got a galaxy that i'm a guardian of why can't i go like the witcher does and get a witcher contract or you know these kinds of elements to it seem like they've been actually purposely ripped out it seems like a game that was designed with that in mind and they went fuck that we need to knock a year off off making it let's just make a more focused one single storyline and save it for the sequel so whilst it is good and it is fun um, it does feel like it isn't a complete game in terms of a modern blockbuster type game when you compare it to things like um, Spider-Man where you've got that big open world and all that freedom to do what you want um, and then like I say you've got these sort of platformy runny jumpy explorey elements yeah every time you go into an area you can explore everywhere immediately so this is no Incentive to go back anywhere or do anything. So, but yes. So, in short, it is really, really good. But it is it, kind of bugging me that I, f- I feel like they've purposely dumbed it down. I might be wrong, but that's how it feels. Do you think?
0: That, do you it? think on that is it, is it some kind it of cost do. correction for the Avengers mistakes they made? Do you think to get them I don't, back uh, on the good ground? Because I've noticed it's been getting good reviews um, and.
2: Oh, yeah, it's good. And I'll tell you, the script, the acting's amazing. It is consistently hilariously funny, which is refreshing in a game, you know, particularly because, like, you know, we played that Jedi one, which is an exceptionally good game. That's probably the closest thing you can compare this to. But it's very, it takes itself very seriously, and the storyline's very serious and all that sort of stuff. And it's refreshing to have something like this where a lot of time when games are trying to be funny they just cringe and horrible but this isn't it is genuinely funny you know the lines are delivered well and the script is really really good so that is a refreshing thing to be a part of but it's very easy it's very hand you know it's just a, a potentially it's got a, it's a nice glossy product but it's maybe a bit too pedestrian i think for people our age I think, like, 12-year-olds will think it's best the best game in the world. I think, uh, like, when I finish it, and I, I would think you two would probably feel the same. you come out we be going, yeah, we're good, it was fun, but we're a bit shallow, which, which is fine, I think. Yeah,
0: sometimes that's all you need, isn't it? A bit like the films. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we're yeah. often, as gamers, I think we're often um, trying to make, make, if if things aren't nine, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, are like, it's not right yeah. good then, is it? You know, a lot of things are, are, are averagely good. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the, game, again this this is is the game. game, the game that we've been playing? This is the game, the game that we've been playing. Inspector X. Yes, we've been playing Insector X.
2: Insector in S.
0: <laughs> which was originally released into the arcade by You Say Taito, I Say Potato. Let's play the whole game off or something. It's
2: Taipo.
0: I know that because the puzzle Right, don't. well, it was originally released into the arcade by Taito in. No, Taito In 1989. <laughs> Uh, and a yeah. port made its way to the Mega Drive via the developer, Hot B. Not sure what the Hot for, but the Hot. They, probably are most better known, certainly on the Mega Drive, they did the port of Crackdown, the Sega arcade game. If you remember that, listeners. It made its way Damn. to the Mega Drive on September the 7th, 1990. And according to the internet, it made its way to the States only later in October. Specifically when in October? I don't know. The arcade version, uh, if you've ever seen the arcade version of this, I can't remember in the arcade. It's very much a well, they call them cute-em-ups, don't they? It's a shoot it's a cute shoot 'em up.
2: Do yeah. they cute 'em up. Like
0: Parodius or st- other cute stuff, in which you control what looks like to be a cartoony uh, what I first thought was a bee. But then he had a propeller on it, his head, but he seemed, but he's got yeah, wings, it looks but he like, sat
2: on a rocket. Yeah, it looks like the dude from Rainbow Islands sat on some kinda little thing shooting other characters from Rainbow yeah. Islands. Does the arcade so if you one. if
0: you think back to Rainbow Islands, all the all the insects and stuff that are on each of the ledges all the enemies look very, very much like that, don't they?
2: Yeah, on the arcade and, one. If definitely. you've ever
0: owned Taito Legends Two, which was a collection of Taito games, I'm not sure if it on the PSP. I think it was on the. I think it was quite multi-format. You will find Insector X arcade version on there. However, Hot B chose not to make that version, and when they brought it to the Mega Drive, although they did also port it to the Famicom, and it was very similar to the
2: arcade game, but when they took it to, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> the Famicom one looks absolute bobbins.
0: When they took it to the Mega Drive, they decided to change all the sprites to make them look more sci-fi mecha inspired. Um, so, the main character, Kai, I think they changed his name as well, changed it to Kai. He looks like uh, a cross between Ant-Man and the Wasp. It looks like someone's combined Ant-Man and the Wasp
2: yeah. together and sent him flying. I thought he was like some dude in a kind of weird alien's mech suit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but
0: he's called Kai. Uh, I don't think yeah. he's
2: Wayne Rooney's son, but
0: um, yeah. Oh, we didn't say, did we? It is a horizontal shooter. Not a vertical
2: 2D side scrolling, yes. Shoot.
0: Nope. So, um, it's made up of five levels, and each one of the level typically has most shoot 'em ups. It comprises of various enemies easy ones, difficult ones, and an end of level boss. And
2: along the way, you pick up so, at a minute, you've I didn't find any easy ones. Well,
0: okay, there's you have you have little <laughs> waves. That come at you
2: this game did just <laughs> repeatedly smash me in the balls <laughs> i'm surprised it didn't take videos of me wanking and post it on the internet it all it did is make me look stupid and it's quite funny you should say that i got
0: <laughs> i got an email the other day uh, suggesting that someone's cloned all my email account and if i don't want to be uh, if i don't want all my acquaintances to know about that uh, dirty little uh, habit i've got uh, I've got to send them £887. I know, and I'm still fucking waiting. <laughs> yeah. I've sent
2: you bank <laughs> well, details. It, it was 48 hours about five <laughs> days ago, so let me know
0: if you do get a video of me uh, doing something whatever. Do you, no, what you do have, you have uh, waves of enemies, waves of smaller ones, and then larger ones that take up a bit of the screen that need a bit more shotty-shotty, and then you've got a boss. So, yeah, they're, they're all tricky, but
2: some, t- some are harder to kill than others. I would call this a memory shooter. There is no intelligence to these waves whatsoever. I would imagine given time, this game gets easier and easier and easier. They don't seem to have much of a brain. They just seem to be following a pattern. Yeah, they're a pattern. They're not, yeah. There's no
0: AI, there's patterns. The only no. random thing is, is uh, shots, depending on where you are, really. Yeah, the, the, the same things appear, same everywhere. So very much like R-Type in that respect. Along the way, you have the option to pick up power ups. So you have got power up, which will increase your shot from the single shot that you start off with to eventually a widening shot. And I think you can get a maximum of seven power ups, I think, but your life is immeasurably improved when you do get the spread shot, as as is most case for most shooters. But then you've also got a, a secondary weapon whereby you can flip between an air-to-surface missile, a bit like Scramble, or an air-to-air missile, which are just faster things that come out the front of you
2: and do loads of more damage. Now, I, s- I got this swap option. There's a little icon up yeah, on there, blue, like, there. Yeah, red and blue, isn't there? Blue gun. But it didn't seem to do anything when I were playing it. I could switch uh, it, but it didn't really second, seem to change. Second, second button. Did you press any other you, buttons? Yeah, did you
0: press the other button?
2: <laughs> no. Okay. Well, <laughs> be
0: <it. laughs> because there's three buttons
2: on it on a Mega Drive joypad, pad, Mark. We're playing it, actually, on an Apple Mac keyboard, which is probably the, one of the reasons oh, I was struggling so suspect. much. I, I were not paying
0: £80 <laughs> for this to own it, and I was playing it on one of the new Xbox pads, and that D-pad on, the, on those new Xbox Series X pads, that is good. If you compare it to the original Mega Drive pad, which is not really really good, uh, but yeah, you you pick that second weapon and then you can shoot it at the same time as your main shot. So you're just dropping bombs or flying or chucking missiles out the front of you. Makes it a little bit easier, not much, <laughs> not much, really, yeah, not much. Either. You just do a bit more damage, that's all. <clears throat> but the, but the spread right. is the spread is a lifesaver, really, as is most spreads at weddings and funerals.
2: <laughs> uh, Imagine a spread being a lifesaver at a funeral. volivants are out. Ooh, yeah. Ted's oh, Ted's alive. <laughs> 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 <That's not laughs> the macron,
0: uh, all the enemies on this game, as implied by the title, are insect-based, even though there's some spiders where technically they're not an insect, are they? Or flies. Flies aren't technically. No. Which is an
2: aphid. Yeah, they are. A fly is an insect. Yeah, aphids are insects. A spider yeah, just, isn't. Yeah, spiders absolutely. are not. An insect is it's just got, got it. to have right, six yeah, legs, hasn't go. it? Six legs, insect, there's yeah, the rule. rule.
0: I knew he had it somewhere in my parts mind, of, Tank. Parts of your body. Is oh yeah, it's got to, have, to have two thingies, hasn't well? it? Like a thorax and a,
1: a abdomen? No, no, well, not, <laughs> it's not, it's not a
2: pixel <laughs> insect bug hunt, bug podcast, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Welcome to uh, Insect <laughs> Hunt. <laughs> Where we deep dive and analyze yeah, need- insects, what insect are dying? So, Yeah, so you
0: get spa- <laughs> I Have to inv- invite Ben Fogel, he'll tell. <laughs> you get spiders, uh, snails, flies, mushrooms, even shooting fish. mushrooms and they're not insects, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, fish. No, and there's a weird, yeah, there's
2: a weird yeah, fish.
0: fish. Yeah. So it's but predominantly it's insect based. That's why it's called Insector X, right? Live deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Mostly insect There is. As I've said earlier, five levels in total, desert, garden, city, some kind of uh, hive thing, which is the last level. And at the end of every one of these levels is a massive insect boss. At the end of the first level, you come up against a big wasp, waspy wasp man. He's called Big Wasp and he (laughs) shoots stuff at you. And then if you don't finish him off quick enough, he gets his stinger out and then he shoots that at you. And then oh, there's worms on the next level, isn't there? in Garden, yeah. Which is yeah, yeah.
1: So they've all been mechanically enhanced, haven't? they? Like the wasps got mm. metal legs and that. Are the uh,
2: is the, is there a storyline? Are these insects or are these flying contraptions that look like insects? I'll tell Dune, you what it is. Where the where the spaceships are like dragons? I think flies. this is a story, but it happened in real life.
0: Someone went. Have you seen that Darius game? Is it a documentary? No, have you seen that Darius game that we make? Uh, but it's our mechanised fish. Do that, but mechanised insects. See you. Uh, okay. Because it's very much like Darius, <laughs> apart from the apart from the, the choosing of a of a which path to take. Thankfully it's not like Darius Denish. No. Um, he's a dick. Right. And and to be honest, uh, I know we deep dive and analyse games one system and one letter at a
2: time. But I don't see what more we can add to that, <laughs> really. There's not a great deal you can say about a 2D <laughs> side-scroller, is there? It, it does everything that you would expect a 2D side-scroller yes. to do with insects. And,
0: yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 16-bit Mega Drive shooter. Okay, well, why don't you shoot her as yep. in your face with your cultural interlude? Cultural interlude! Before we jump into our final thoughts on Insector X... Uh, let's check out what was going on at the time of its release in the realms of UK music, films, and of course, games on September seventh, nineteen ninety. First up, as always, is the music chart. Do 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 do. What charts were? What songs were in the charts? What people were buying, and what was on the top forty? <gasps> so there's, there's
2: some there's something i forgot, and I need to I need to bring this to everyone's right. attention because um. Spotify um, recommended a band to me the other day that I put on called Confidence Man. Good at Confidence Man? Um, Yeah, the album is called Confident Music for Confident People, and I have not stopped listening to it ever since. So go listen to that. Carry on. You had a good Confidence Man. Good. good.
0: Uh, If you look up, I think there's a story of, I think Noel Gallagher was with Confidence Man and they were next door in some, I think they went round to their apartment and they were making loads of noise and the neighbor complained. So it was actually Noel Gallagher and the edge went round to the, to, and he went, are you Noel Gallagher? He's like, yeah, yeah, sorry, we're just making all these days. You'll have to look it up. It's on It's on YouTube. I'll, put, I'll find it. I'll put I'll the link. Find it. It's a good, because he's, he's a rack and tear in Noel. whether you like him or not. He can tell a story. Yeah, he's funny. Um, but I'll dig it out. I'll put that in the notes. Singles, climbing one space from nine. One space? Yeah, one space. Climbing from one space from nine to. It didn't sound like... From
2: nine With to eight is. Now, take me dancing, kidding, By Blue Pearl. Cover me in. It's like, something like cover me in ecstasy, is it? Something like that, yeah. Cover me well, in. All those tablets had gone to waste because the rain had just. let them dissolved. You see And that, then who's going to benefit from that? Nobody. They're just. Yeah, they're just going to melt down <laughs> like like. All paracetamols, aren't they? will it wash into the sewer and there'll just be a load of off-the-face shits? No, I didn't. I just thought this was like another
0: black box um, snap, faceless producer, which in many ways it actually is, but I didn't realise who it was behind it. It's actually youth behind it, you know, from Killing Joke and who went on to produce absolutely loads of stuff. um, uh, Urban Hymns by The Verve. Uh, oh really? Right. passenger okay. But you no, know, you know, not Killing know. Joke, the '80s band. No. He was the bassist no, in Killing I Joke. No, I can't remember now. But yeah, so obviously mm. he pivoted to. Oh, anyone can do this, and he had they had a massive hit with "Naked in the Rain." You'll catch cold, love. You'll catch the of Jump in nine places. Nine places. I said nine places to number four. Is boom. Well,
2: that's quite timely because that is a, 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 what confidence man sounds like. But I really, yeah, is, that, is that what you think?
0: Yeah. By by D Light. Um, have you heard this, I heard this album? Song. Which is world... why? What well, I, I, I can't do with it. What? Just, really? Why? It's
1: Never like it. No. Yeah.
0: Ooh.
1: It sounds like, it, it sounds like a, not a comedy song, but it sounds like it's just like not that everything should be taken seriously, but just seems like someone's just been dicking around and they've made it just for shits and giggles. Ah, oh, well, listen but to the just album. Listen it to just the album. World like
0: Cleek. It's a proper decent dance album, and maybe because it's played overplayed as well, yeah. and everyone likes. Oh, I
1: love this yeah. song. But, oh,
2: fuck
0: off! But it's got a Q tip on it. <laughs>
2: It's got cute. ginger in it. That's all I need.
0: Interesting. Looking up uh, some of the background of this, I noticed that uh, Miss Lady Kier, the the lead lady, the singer, her of the hair. The ginger. The
2: ginger, yep. Yeah. So calm down, Mike. She I know a tenuous link actually back to Forza. So my character's ginger and then the registration number of the car is ginger's and all of my car cars are ginger. <laughs> so so anyway, onwards. Well, well,
0: bringing it back around to computer games that which is what this podcast is essentially about sometimes she uh she sued sega uh over her what she perceived to be a uh, likeness in space channel 5 you know ulalu yeah I can see that. I suppose the dance moves actually are and very the, uh, similar. Uh, and everything. And her uh, catchphrase yeah, yeah. was, ooh, la, 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 or something like that, wasn't it? And the, and the Space Channel 5 character was called Ulalu. She eventually lost. And I think she lost to the, to the court case, to the to the something about three quarters of a million or something. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, that, that was costly. Ah. But she's still going now. I think she's still DJing and stuff, whereas Delight are uh, no longer... Going, but yeah, check that first album out that world clique it is really like a proper nineties dance album mm. worth checking out it does
1: it, it does say on the um her Wikipedia page that the about the channel five space channel Five lawsuit that uh, she claims that Sega offered to pay her sixteen thousand dollars to license her name images and songs for the game. She rejected its offer and then she, she alleged did it they she just did went and did NM. it anyway
0: yeah. not good. And at number one, is an absolute pile of steaming turd arena, which like is a bomb ballerina with itsy bitsy you know. teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, which is sounds like this. I'm not going to sing it. Sounds like this. Cut to that. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> and right. um, again, I didn't realise. So for any U- U.S. listeners, it was a the guy singing it was timmy mallet who was a uh, a kids tv presenter over here and it was all right if you're eight but i didn't realize who produced it was andrew lloyd Webber, so no, he was no, really? coming i don't know i can't i'll get my timelines right in my head but not only had andrew lloyd weber done this it,
2: that only reinforces my hatred but for he it.
0: also did that super mario the super mario dance oh yeah he did that as well so, was, was, was wow. he on a mission to just do shit dance tracks
2: like mm. this? This is the reason. Like, I thought England being a weird cesspit full of morons was a new phenomenon, but looking back at this, clearly, it's been that case since at least the seventeenth of September, nineteen ninety. If Bomb Ballerina were <laughs> number one, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, it, it was a twee sixties song, but it didn't need to have uh Oh yeah, put under it in a, you know. a shitty hi hat, fought to the floor. Beat did it. it it's, but it's crap. The, no. I don't know. Why, the I don't, how did that get to number one? Because because fifty percent more stupid
1: shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, probably more than fifty percent. But um, the the best thing to come out of this, for me, is what Doncaster ended up naming their um, <laughs> Doncaster Council ended up naming their new gritter. <laughs> So you remember when people were asked on the internet to name a new boat and they called it Boaty McBoatface? And then, yes. then people went, let's let's not do that. So <clears throat> Doncaster <laughs> Council got a new gritter and people were free to put in their own um, names for it. Now, they got a plough, they got a, a plough, snow plough as well. That got called David Ploughy. But the gritter, <laughs> um, the gritter. <laughs> the gr- the gritter got called "Gritsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Anti-Slip <laughs> Machinery."
2: <laughs> oh man, well, this and is why Yorkshire people should name everything. That, that gets a pixel <laughs> one
1: seal of approval. <laughs> that's great. And the um, thousand apparently thousands of people voted in this, and apparently even Curtis Steigers got involved and offered <laughs> and put in a name. He suggested it should be called "Grit Balls of Fire." And um, the other names that were rejected were Spready Mercury. <laughs> <and>
0: <laughs> Why did they reject? Oh, they need to get another one.
1: <laughs> and Basil Salty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gritsy Bitsy teeny weeny Yellow Anti-Slip Machinery.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> I, mean, to, I mean, Council Gritter is, is good enough. Just purely on a slang basis, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they've got one called Usain Salt <laughs> oh dear albums anyone
2: <laughs> yeah go okay. for it
0: sliding to five from four is Blaze of Glory by John Bon Jovi which was also the soundtrack to uh, Young-, Young-, Young Guns Two. Two. Two, which I went to the cinema
2: to watch you I make you famous I enjoyed that. So this is Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez, yeah. Well, there were other in, big hits too.
1: I didn't know Emilio Estevez was related to Charlie Sheen because I'm oh, stupid. Man.
0: Have you seen a recent yeah. picture of him? I saw a recent picture of him with the Mighty Ducks, and he looks now just like his dad. <laughs> He's turning into his dad, mm. but he didn't. He changed his name so he didn't get confused with. with well Charlie Sheen, I guess, because he's, the he's a freak. Mr Sheen. <laughs> Mr. Sheen, yeah, no, doing it a few through yeah. he's already yeah. got yeah. enough Sheen, polish to his uh, career. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Falling from number one to number three was Graffiti Bridge by Prince, which I, I can always remember seeing the cover. It was released between Batman soundtrack and the new diamonds and
2: So what did this have on it?
0: Yeah, so what's on it? Noteworthy. I don't know. That's what I thought. I thought, I can't remember anything that was on this. But so I did a little bit of a look up and one song was on it called Thieves in the Temple. Once I'd listened to it, I remembered it. And it got to number seven in the UK, did this track. Do you remember Thieves in the Temple? No. Love come quick. Love comes in a hurry. No?
1: No. <laughs> no. no, neither do I. It's
0: love easy to find out. in the oh. temple tonight. Oh, yeah. There you go. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's easy to find out. One if you've got an album, you're like, oh, what's that one song off the album you can remember the album? Put it into Spotify, look at it, and look down the plays column. Because um, every song on the album is nowhere near a million hits. Some of them are even at a quarter of a million.
0: But really? Thieves,
1: Thieves in the Temple off the album has had over five
0: and a half million plays. Well, so that's probably the song
1: that you're thinking of from that if, album. If you
0: listen to it, it's very much like in terms of pacing and and the beat underneath it. It's very much like um, when Dust Cry. You know that the speed of it. Ah, right. But, yeah. Okay. The, that good one, yeah. a good one, yeah. I mean, he's got a lot. Of, I've, we've said this before on this podcast, don't we? About Prince, there's a lot of good stuff about Prince, but there's almost a lot. He's almost like I don't, I don't know. There's a lot. Th- if you write
1: enough stuff, some of it's got to be good. I don't know. I've tried. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, didn't he? Didn't he claim to have written like a new song every day? Like his entire life. Yeah, yeah, but then he died high on drugs in a lift. So I won't believe everything he says. (laughs) Uh, Number one, was
2: he going up though?
0: Yeah, he was going up. He was coming down. (laughs) (laughs) And number one, because it's 1990 in concert with Jose Carreras, Placido Domingo, and Mm -hmm. Luciano Pavarotti. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, on
0: account of Nessun Dorma, with it being Italian ninety.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. Italian Mm.
2: 90. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it. I think that was the first... I mean, I'm not a big football fan, um, but I think that was the first time I got suckered into a World Cup and went, oh, yeah. They're all right as a spectacle, aren't they? As a summer event. I might be able to see what the fuss is about.
1: Was it 86 we didn't go to anywhere? And then 84 was the US, I think. We didn't go to 94. Rubbish.
0: We didn't go to the it stage. For oh, no,
2: I, I, I remember Argentina, but only because <laughs> my dad nearly broke the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico yeah, World Cup
0: in 86. That was the hand of God. Anyway, oh, football podcast, running. classic, <laughs> films. So again, I've reached out and looked back over the, the top film tip Twitter account for their uh, for their Cryptic descriptions of films, and I put it to you two as to what these are, and you, the listeners oh, at home, as well. Join in, join in if you get one right. That. Make yourself a cup of tea. So, at number I was eight, for
1: the answers
0: what film is this, ladies and gentlemen? OTT fun for older kids and adults alike, anarchic monster mayhem akin to an evil muppet show, Gremlins Gremlins in 1990. Oh, uh, <sighs> Gremlins 2. Correct. <laughs> Hey. Uh, okay. Well, technicality. <laughs> Gremlins two. Gremlins two. What what was the full title? The sequel.
2: Gremlins two the new batch. There we go. The new Gremlins batch, yeah, two yeah. the
0: new batch. Uh, which again, oh, Joe Dante came back for that. I seem to remember watching this one far more than the first one. I think it's a lot more fun than the first I, one, isn't
2: it? I think it <laughs> yeah. is a lot more fun. Yeah, it gets better. <laughs> right. What Joe Dante did with the second one, obviously horror geek here, is um he didn't want anyone else to make another. So when they said they were going to make another, even though he said he'd never make another, he went, fuck off, I'm doing it, and then decided to parody his own film, effectively. So he made a parody of Gremlins and Gremlins 2, and because he did that, Gremlins 2 works. And it, had he not done it, it wouldn't have done. But that's why it stands up, and that's why it's fun, because it's like, it's it, it's like, it knows itself. It's good. Yeah, always <laughs>
1: memories of, Look, Gizmo, with his rambo <laughs> yeah, like thing, rambo thing, yeah. <laughs> shooting the flaming arrows. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. more self-aware,
0: in it? I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, number two, then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, strap yourselves in. What film is this? Serial killing in a monologuing man murderer feeds his homicidal compulsion with scaffolding, ocular icicles, engines, and jet fuel. I ain't got a fucking clue at number two fittingly at number two it, S- <clears throat> serial killing in a monologuing man murderer feeds his homicidal compulsion with scaffolding ocular icicles ocular eyeball icicles right, so it's about engines, someone and jet fuel so it's about someone who talks in
1: his own head who kills people with scaffolding um what sort of myself
2: away? when I hear this I? Uh, uh. Yeah. Right, go on then. Diad two. Oh, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pony Pal again. I went to the cinema to watch that with you. I've not seen it, it's no, on oh, me. Oh, no, wasn't
0: you? No. We went a few weeks earlier to watch Batman on my birthday in Rochdale. Rochdale <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen two. I don't, I don't think I've seen two. I don't think I, I have. I've definitely seen one and three. It's based on a book. Do you know? It's not a the book, first one, is isn't no, it? No, the second. This one is. But it's something like thirty-eight minutes or something. Based ah, on a book. Okay. And at number one, it's in the airport. Number mm. one, an Allied aircrew fly a bomber on a mission over enemy territory. One way or another, it will be their last.
2: I don't know. Everyone thinks,
0: everyone thought the podcast had just turned off then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, um, uh, I'll give you a clue then who's in it. It's directed by Michael Caton-Jones who did Doc Hollywood, Rob Roy, The Jackal, Basic Instinct 2 and it stars loads of people like Matthew Modine, Sean Astin, Jane Horrocks, Harry Connick Jr. and some other people because th- th- there's more Jane people. Horrocks, Bubbles from um, Fab Fab.
2: I've got absolutely no idea. Memphis no, Belle no. End. Oh, yeah, I never watched it. I, it had really bad cover art, and it looked like, oh yeah, not watching that. So I didn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Never judge a film by its
0: cover art. And that's that's uh, that's your films, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on to games. What what have we been waiting for? Games, 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 games. So on the 7th of September, 1990, CMVG issue 106 was on the shelves in... Now, interestingly, there's... You can see in here that there's a few Amiga and ST games, um, nothing particularly notable. What gets the crux of all the CMVG hits really is all in the Meme Machine section before Meme Machines became a thing. So you can see now that everything's pivoting towards the, the consoles here, really. So a few of the CMVG hits I've picked out. I've picked out Time Machine on the Amiga just to for in the interest of balance, which is kind of like a side scrolling, single screen, point and click type thing, uh, which was made by the same people who did Hammer Fist. Do you remember Hammer Fist? No, Hammer Sandwich. Hammer fist, Marco. You're the Amiga no. kid.
2: It's a move I've tried.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Julian Rignall gave it 91%. And if you're after a challenging and highly addictive arcade adventure, warp down to your local software shop and check out Time Machine. It's uh, You look at it and it just looks like a typical Amiga game.
2: Yeah, but, I don't remember it at all. But he, he dug it.
0: Over oh, this brings back memories. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember, e swap on the Mega Drive? I remember yeah. the name, but I don't remember the game. But it's basically oh, um Super Shinobi yeah. in like a super cop, cop suit type thing. Okay. And
1: uh, it's the 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 uh, Mega Drive part is a better game than the arcade game in my opinion. Is you it? Think? it? I think it's more fun. Yeah. Oh. Well, not not as technically as good.
0: Julian Definitely. Jazz
1: Jazz,
2: the
0: fun. Julian Jazz Jazz Rig, Rignal Jazzer, Julian Jazz Jazz, Jazz Rignal, 93% he gave it. And if you're after a slick and highly playable arcade game, eSWAT is the one to go for, according to Julian Jazz Jazz Rignal. Uh, our cousin, uh, Earl, who's often listens. He had it, I think. I think I borrowed it off him, and it's good. It's good fun. It felt, it it was one of those early Mega Drive games that felt next gen. So I I don't know how it looked nowadays, but it certainly felt it then. I think I even remember as a kid, I'd have been, what, five,
1: six here, thinking, wow, that just looks like out this world. I couldn't believe I'd seen it. Oh, Big memories of like, I want to play, I want to play, you know, like annoying younger brothers do.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why I got a bolt on my door. <laughs> just, just so he couldn't catch you wanking that. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and you that can knock
1: well.
0: one out <laughs> in big. <Yeah. laughs> also on the Mega Drive was Super Monaco GP. Again, uh, another game that just seemed lifted from the arcade. We always said the I arcade, perfect arcade, but it did feel, like, you know, you're going from an Amstrad <laughs> to that. To of
2: that. Well, you're like, the other wow. thing with that was, that was in my mum and dad's pub and it was the first racing oh, yeah, game I remember. yeah, they had did the right, didn't they? The, yeah, playing. They had it in a cab.
0: Did they swap it for Outrun? You sit- had Outrun in there, didn't you? Originally? They had
2: Outrun first. So yeah. Outrun was the first thing I'd played with any force feedback because the stand-up thing was Outrun. When they got Super Monaco GP, it was a sit-down cab. And it was the first thing I'd ever played with the flappy paddle Gears. Um, it, had a, it had like actual flappy paddle gearbox thing on it. But yeah, it was really, really good.
0: Well, again, Ju- I think is there only Julian Rignall working this month? Julian, Julian, Jazz, Jazz Rignall gave it ninety-two percent. On what format? On the Mega Drive. On the Mega Drive. uh Super Monaco GP is an excellent racing game with tremendous lasting appeal and is an absolute must for your games collection. Some of that. Uh, Sticks in my mind is you could hit the guy, you can hit the flag guy, can't you, and send him flying. Can't
2: remember, the, like, so the thing that sticks in my yeah, mind, <laughs> the the Flappy Paddles, is that game seemed impossible. It was like it was designed to take your twenty p or whatever it cost to play off you, and then as soon as you switched to manual gears, you were a lot quicker. Ah. So, like, so it encouraged you to get good with the with the gears. Get good or spend yeah, brass.
1: It was um, that in those years. It was early tech for Formula One as well. Mm. Even even back then, it wasn't it? Was introduced in eighty nine, I think. But Ferrari did it.
0: It's a great and game. It's the, a great uh, game. I've not
1: played it recently, so I don't know how it stands up. Is it kind of arcade club? <clears throat> uh, no, I don't think so. But it's um, yeah, it's it's good, still good. I think. I think I think I can't think of a Formula One
0: game of that era that I would play before that one. I think they do have it at Leeds. I think they've got it upstairs at Leeds, I think. But yeah, but it, maybe. It's, uh, it got a sequel as well, didn't it? It did, yeah. And Senna's Super Monaco GP2. And finally, again, we're still in console land. Alex Kidd in Shinobi World on the Master System.
2: A <laughs> Weird smash together, I, that is. Well, that's it.
0: They're all Sega properties. We'll have them all. We'll just smash them together. <laughs> Uh, A great game all round. If you like Alex Kidd, you'll love this. Not Alex the Kid. Stop calling it that, everyone out there. People do that. It's not (laughs) Alex the Kid. It's not. Stop it. Alex Kidd. Uh, uh, And that was Robert Swan. So Robert Swan uh, gave Julian Rignall a bit of a breather there and awarded it, yeah, 92%. Thanks, Bobby Swan.
2: Bobby Swan. My name's Bobby Swan. Here to review some games. Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. You throw a spinning
0: star, punch Sorry. a man. Ninjas are great.
2: Why, why is he Australian? It sounded like
0: Mark Lemack then. Mark, <laughs> I Mark,
2: have no Mark, idea. Mark, 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 I can Mark. sound like a num- numerous Mark's.
0: <laughs> Mark power. <laughs> What's farting around the charts? So uh, they, they always put a little bit of a preamble here at the bottom of the charts. So it can't be a preamble, postamble, I don't know, bramble, scramble. <laughs> kickoff 2 rockets to the top of the chart. Though, surprisingly, US Gold's footballing effort still pips it to the number one position, which is yeah. Italy 90. Kickoff uh, 2 was the better game, though. Yeah, I wouldn't expect Italy 1990 to survive another month at that position, especially not now the World Cup is just a distant memory. So in here, you've got the pictures at the bottom, you've got some football stuff, but there at the bottom right, you've got coming straight in at 14 Turrican from Rainbow Arts, which I remember being absolutely amazing on the Amstrad. And then I played it about a year or so ago at listeners CMP's house, Mr. Chris CMP. Hi. And it's crap. (laughs) <laughs> it really is i, I could because someone had a mister there i can't remember <laughs> whose it was but there was a mister there with with all the cars on it and um or, or you know all the female particularly the, the females out of the cars. and <clears throat> i said oh if you've got an amstrad car on there check out Turikin. it's absolutely brilliant it's so good and it's not, it's not. and <laughs> everyone just went. Everyone went what get out yeah it doesn't really <laughs> scroll the amstrad sorry does it does it load
1: in, in real time as well? And does it sit and screech at you? Uh,
0: what else is here? Uh, nothing much of
2: note. You've There's got, a Big troubling Little China game there that I don't even remember ever existing. I'm going to Google that. What do you know about that? Anything? It's like, a, remember Thundercats?
0: If from memory, remember Thundercats? Like that was a side-scrolling walk-around yes, thing. Yes, I quite
2: liked it, actually. I yeah.
0: believe Big Trouble in Little China is like that as well. Ah
2: possibly. Yeah, I thought that Thundercats game was good.
0: Yeah, it was all right. it's alright. It's alright. uh what you got here? You've got here, right? Uh, Fantasyland Dizzy, which seems to be in every chart <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and uh Paperboy re release there on the on car label. Uh so there's still a lot of budget stuff in <laughs> Oh, uh, Yogi's troubling little China
2: looks awful. Yeah.
0: Is it a side I And Yogi's Great Escape.
2: Yogi's Great Escape, yes. I remember playing that. Well, they were on the
0: high-tech, high-tech label uh, that went through a phase of bringing all like the Hanna-Barbera characters to yeah. to computer games, didn't they? I had Hong Kong Fui as well. Yeah. yeah. And Hong- shit trainers. Atomantia yeah, and shit trainers. <laughs> right. Believe it or not, arcades were still around in 1990. Only making just. Its only just. And making its way into the arcade this month, scoring 88% was Alan Storm. Been there, done that. Yeah. Currently residing in my arcade okay, machine. I, I
2: think that, that was, was the last good game we played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, again, <laughs> Julian, no.
0: Julian Jazz Jazz Rignall, again, working overtime. He gave it 88%. Uh, alien Storm is a thoroughly enjoyable mixture of shooting and bashing and features some of the most blastable alien scenes. since Alien Syndrome. Shoot them and watch them splatter. Play if you're a gore fan. Goffan, that's that Welsh guy, isn't it? Aye, Goffan. Yeah,
2: Goffan does Gokwan, yeah, um, yeah. something. You are what you were. I don't know. Ah, there you go.
0: And also was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> and that Julian Rignall again, on? again on Review you Bloody hell, Julian. Take a day off, mate. He give it 90%. 90 percent the graphics are excellent and the sound if you like michael jackson music is superb featuring sample tunes from the thriller and bad albums even if you don't like michael jackson give it a go it's only you know enjoyable what?
2: it's not shit is it it's all right yeah they've
0: got this arcade club bury it's um, a fucking
2: far sight better than film
0: yeah, interesting. <laughs> so that's just a yeah. long music video, but it's quite a funny yeah. thing, isn't it? Because it didn't even the Moonwalker game that came to the Mega Drive didn't look like this. This is kind of this is an isometric, top-down, yeah. like beat em up, like uh, Planet of the Robot it, Monsters style. It was a it was a straight ball, wasn't it? I, no, the same. No, the Moonwalker on the Mega Drive a a, a, a side on is a
2: side-on platformer. I thought the one on the arcade was. I know. Oh, it's quite confusing. Yeah. Moonwalker Mega Drive, side-scrolling Oh no, Well, arcade, yeah. aren't we, yeah? And a Moonwalker arcade, I thought was also, but more like an isometric thing. No, you're right. Thing. Yeah. It is. It is. Isometric, I don't remember isometric. Yeah, 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 either. yeah, 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 definitely, that is exactly how I remember it. Yeah, isometric, yeah. And... Because you yeah, had your smart bomb on the game, was you'd press it and Michael Jackson would start doing dance. a dance routine and all the enemies would dance and he'd go like, Ee-hee! and then a load of um, electricity would <laughs> shoot up their ass and kill them. <laughs> Which is ironic, right? Yeah, I think that's what killed him. <laughs> but that's it,
0: that's your games. That is that is culture, that's 1990 September. Culture, in a nutshell. Culture. pixel hunt shell or something. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I'm struggling for analogies tonight. Let's see what we thought of in Sector X.
1: What is your Your verdict? verdict?
0: (laughs) Shall we start with Mark, who only knew there was one button on the pad?
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's tricky, this, because there's a lot to like about this game, but it's just not fun. Um, we've had a few that fall into this category. The sprites look nice. the graphics are good. The music is amazing. The music's probably better than the arcade version of uh, the the aesthetic is better than the arcade version. The music's better than the arcade version. The fact that they chose to go down a more grown up route, which kind of makes sense for the mega drive because they were trying to aim it at teens and adults instead of kids makes sense. I think the music's um, a completely I think they redid the music completely didn't they for the Mega Drive version? Yeah, yeah, that. the Mega Drive yeah. version, the music is it's awesome. It's one of the best things about it. And the thing is it's fast, it's fluid, it doesn't jitter, it doesn't slow down. There's it's a lot of frantic action going on and it never seems to slow down, but also never really seems to be any fun at all to play. Just frustrating and annoying. Your sprite is a big, massive, fuck-off bullet sponge. He's too big. Um, he gets hit too easily. Um, and it's more, it is more a test of memory and patience than it seems to be a test of skill, unfortunately, for me. Um, so as we've said numerous times on this podcast, the frustrating thing with this is there's a good game in there if someone had to fucking grabbed it and shook it and just gone, hang on a minute, um, it doesn't break you in gently. There's no real story to hook you in to make you care about what's going on. So without those elements, you're just left with a pretty shallow, very difficult shooter that's more frustrating than fun. So that's that's my review.
0: That's it. Right. Okay. Daniel? Oh, but hang on! Yeah. How many how many awoogas are there,
2: Mark? It's difficult, this really, because I think last time made me reassess my Awuga. Um I think if I'd have had this at the time, um, I would have actually played it a lot um, because it, it it would have had that just one more go quality to it back then. I think that really nowadays it doesn't. So what I've got to think about is. How do I rate it now, or how would I have rated it then and kind of meet it somewhere in the middle, I think? How would I rate it now? Five, at best. Five, and I'm only giving it that because it's got nice sprites, nice music, um, and all of the technical aspects of it are, uh, are good. I think, had I been playing it at the time, I would have probably given it an eight. So I'm going to sit at a six and a half.
0: Okay. Daniel.
1: Yeah, yeah um pretty much like what mark said it's um it's too big <clears throat> it's too big like the, the the character is too big because. Even though the bullets don't come at you particularly fast, I still found myself
2: struggling to get out of the way of them. Yeah, particularly those long too much lasery realistic. things where uh, yeah. the, the, some of the bullets are not small round bullets. They're quite long lasers, like almost just like a line. And when you've got a few of those and you're having to dodge in between them, your guy is so long and so deep, it, it just fucking becomes a logistical nightmare. And when you look at the arcade version, it makes sense that those lines are there because the character is half the size of the gap between the lines when they're being fired but on the mega drive one your character is bigger than the gap so you're just fucking dying it's really annoying sorry yeah
1: you, with those sections you've got to keep on top of it haven't you you've yeah. got to keep them dead before they shoot you yeah otherwise you're, you're really struggling i found myself like stuck underneath and they're just Going along the top of the screen, and I'm like waiting
2: underneath. Yeah, you've got no off. is it. You've got no plan B other than hide and hope they go past. And B. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. It's too big. I suppose you might have got away with it if it hadn't have been an instant death. You know, if you if you could have took a couple of hits before dying. Um, yeah, if then you had again, a shield or
2: something. It might have been better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's
1: it's generous enough with its um its checkpoints in level. You, know, you don't have to go right back to start the level. However, you do lose all your power-ups, which really, if, if you're not keeping on top of your power-ups, you're you scuppered because that, that wide shot, like Sol mentioned earlier, is is a big help. Visually, I don't think it's all that impressive, but it is only early in the Mega Drive's life scale, so uh, I suppose...
2: I thought it you know, looked quite nice. I thought the, the designs of the <clears throat> just, insects were quite nice, yeah. and I liked the kind of aztec Backgrounds and the like, the hieroglyphs and things like that. That were there was some nice little attention to detaily bits in the background that didn't need to be there, but were there.
1: Yeah, no. The, the, there's a lot of nice like still imagery for the background, and the character designs are good. But there's nothing jumps out. of no. There's no parallax scrolling. I'm, I'm not. No. I'm not wowed by no. it as a sixteen bit <laughs> game. I just go, yeah, this is what a Mega Drive game looks like. But, I guess. I also,
2: but there's no cutscenes of any kind either, is there? There's no no yeah it it screams to me as bang average,
1: and that's that's where I'm going with the Awoogas, just a five it's it's not particularly i i don't i wasn't i didn't feel rewarded i didn't when I got to the end of the level, I didn't go, oh, yeah, I've done a good job there I was like, right, come on, next one then it was just yeah, just going through the motions, it wasn't particularly fun like you said mm. didn't feel rewarding average five out of ten.
0: Wow, right, okay. Pretty much, <laughs> whoever comes last on this podcast always goes, pretty much what you guys said. <laughs> I, 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 I agree heartedly that the, that the sprite is too large. So I've got absolutely no problem with them wanting to do their own thing and changing it from a Qtum up to uh, something that probably fits with the Mega Drive overall. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, we're going cool. The game is cool yeah. now. I'm getting a cool... I think that was a good decision, yeah. Fine with that, but your man's too big. You play, you play the one on, on main, play the original Sector X. It, you, because it's smaller, you've got more you've got more opportunity for twitch, dodging, quickly avoiding bullets, uh, and this, you don't really stand a chance if you're shot no. at the no. last minute. And, and no matter how many power-ups, uh, speed-ups you get, you don't seem to increase in speed that much. Uh, I think the power-ups are fine when you get about, like I say, I think it's the third or the fourth that gives you that spread. And then you get another one that fires loads of circles out. That's also really good. Um, they're almost, it, it suffers from from what most of these eras shoot 'em ups suffer from, which is if you die midway through a level, you've lost everything. I mean, you can, one of my all-time favorite games of all time ever, ever, ever is our time. You can level that. R-Type and whatever, Parodius and Gradius and Full Venture, you they're know, Aldo, though. Salamander, whatever. They all suffer from it. But this, the speed-ups don't really, it takes you ages to be helped. Sorry, not speed-up, but power-ups. It takes you ages to be
2: helped by those power-ups. And Yeah, they don't come thick and fast. Do no. they? so, and they're, they're in a very set place. I mean, they are in most of them. But yeah, the problem with this is depending on where you die it can be a very long slog to the next power-up. And if it required a power-up to get to that point, and then now you've been stripped of it, then you're stuck in a death loop somewhere because you're not powerful enough to get through it.
0: Perfect so. Perfect example of that is at middle of level three, where um, there's mushrooms and things. That That's f- are fucking well annoying. Yeah, well, there's mushrooms that are below below you and if you you've only got your shot to shoot forward and you don't have the side power up to drop bombs on them, it just becomes like you say a oh, memory dodging. Oh, I know I you know it. I've got to go hide up in that top right hand corner there and, and yeah, it becomes a dodge come come up and yeah. again I don't mind a dodge 'em up. But your character's yeah. too big.
2: Yeah. Well this this is the point. It doesn't become because because the character is too big and like I said before that there is no there is no other route through it than memorising a route through it and not dying. Or if you do die, memorising a route through that bit. So it, it, it just becomes a test of patience and memory rather than a game, you know, rather than something where you feel like you're playing something that's an organic thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind to a certain extent the test of memory. I don't mind that. That's our type again, it, it is that. But still, I will die frequently on R-Type on the odd level because he's still caught out by it. There's still enough tipping in the balance. Oh, cry! I didn't, I didn't expect that bullet coming there. I know where the enemies are coming, but sometimes you'll get blindsided.
2: But, uh, but, but I, even these enemies, they, they, they even almost shoot synchronized. So like the small ones at the beginning, they come across like they're carrying the bullet and they, they fly to a certain point in the screen. And when they turn the other direction, that's when they shoot. So you can prevent them shooting by shooting them before they shoot you. But They always shoot at the same point. And again, when you move further down and you get to them sting weird things with the long lasers, they're all shooting at the same point at the same time. It just becomes like, like there's no random thing in this game, which I guess if you're one of these completionists that wants to look like you're the best gamer in the world at something, this is one of the perfect games to do that with. Because once you've memorized everything, you can play through it from start to finish and look like a gaming god but it doesn't make it very interesting to play if you're not that sort of gamer. Yeah.
0: I, I, I I played a lot of it today and and I think I'm comfortable in its averageness. And I said this about something at the start of this podcast, didn't I? That sometimes average is all right. And I think if you don't go in with high expectations and you are just after a simple 16 bit shooter, it's all right. But, it's not one you'd be recommending, and it's not one you'd probably look to invest in either as a collector at this point. Yeah. And if you'd have yeah. bought it back in the day, would you have been impressed with it? Probably, because it's pretty snazzy looking and it's sixteen bit and everything. But no, nah, I think it's, it's not special
1: looking, though, is it? I mean, yes, the character designs are good, but nothing doesn't. I, I quite like screen at you.
2: I, I quite like it, not uh, not like <clears> I said because the graphics I'm were amazing, but more because it had an aesthetic it had it had a, yeah. a, a, a a distinct an identity yeah look so you know they were going for something and they did it but um mm. yeah i thought it, quite, it looked all right and and you know just to reiterate the sound is really 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 good it's not average the songs in it are really really good and they don't repeat too much um, each section's only quite small, a minute or two. So you've got a bit of a loop of music, but it never gets to the point where you want to fucking rip your ears out or mute it or anything. The music's really, really good, and every single section has its own tune. So there's a lot of tunes in it. I think that, you know, it deserves like an extra point for that alone.
1: It's interesting what you said. Um, I can't remember which one of you said it, that they were probably going more for the Mega Drive demographic by turning it back into a, um, by turning it into a, 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 That was me. Dark, darker looking thing. Yeah. Cause I, I found a website earlier that someone said, um, it, it the game fits in with other title games on the Mega Drive, um like Rastan Saga 2 and Thunder Fox. Thunder Fox can't bring to mind, but the Thunder um, Fox or Thunder Fox. Title- anyway. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So the point someone's making is, Taito had a, uh, not Thunder Fox yeah. Taito had a, a, bunch of games for that console that were made to look um, gritty and and realistic and darker than what we've got. Oh, right. The arcade so, yeah, version. So
0: the, there so you go. Then right. Is that your fun fact? I'll, I'll drop. I'll drop the noise no, in no. now. <laughs> <That's
2: laughs> oh, have you got another? We had a score. Right, okay, yet, yeah, though.
0: I'm stuck. I I thought earlier today playing it as a refresher. I thought seven, and is seven too generous or is yeah uh, yeah six? I think <laughs> six because it just can't well, break. Well, I gave it six and a half, Yeah, it, it, I can't know, break, I, it, it can't I'd break. It can't break away from from average, really. And to be honest, it today on my lunch it passed an hour, that were all right. So and then it's gone back away. Will I play it again? Probably not.
2: No. I what? No. So if, uh, if I had it on a handheld thing, I might. You know, if I was sat on Lou or on a t- plane or a train or something well, again, like that. Well, again,
0: again. I don't think you would. <laughs> <laughs> tons of I, other stuff. I, I, <laughs> What friendly. I will talk you? about playing it on, on a handheld thing, what I will say is that it's com- they give you an auto-fire that you all down it yeah. and it just shoots. Uh, and that's not, you can turn that off in the settings. Uh, it's not something you turn it on by default, which does nothing worse than trying to shoot on a D pad fast. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah, in the absence of a stick, that's a, quite a God saver. So, that, that's a good thing that they give you. But, but yeah, six. So, we've got six, six and a half. That's 12 and a half. Add seven. That's 42. What a strange score. Five. Oh, five. I give it five. Five. That's 98. Yes.
1: I think that maths
0: yeah. is correct. 17.5? Mm. 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 Well, average then, isn't it? Average as fuck. Yeah. Fun fact, Dan. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact.
1: Yoshinori Satake, the creator of... Insector X has confirmed in an interview with a Japanese magazine called Shooting Game Side that um, the game was originally, uh, it started life as Konchu Taizen, Insect War, uh, and it's described by Sataki as an insect version of Taito's Darius game. there you go. So it it was meant to be a, a dark and gritty looking shooter, based around mechanical insects. But they changed it for the arcade Mm -hmm. and made it cutesy for the arcade. And then when they brought it back to the Mega Drive, they revamped the whole aesthetic, all the sound, and made it what we've played today. But interestingly, all the attack patterns and the waves are more or less identical. So if you go back and play the arcade, and if you'd memorized all the um, patterns for the Mega Drive, You'd be right at home in the arcade. Cool. Mm,
2: Because, yeah, I think I looked at the arcade one, and I think what you've got is... I didn't play the arcade one, though, so I can't comment too much. It looked like Mega Drive was executed better, looked better, sounded better, everything like that, but it looked like the arcade one, because of the sprite size, gave you that little nimbleness to actually play it rather than have it play you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And someone's gone through, um, on this website, I found and, and and compared the arcade directly with with the with the Mega Drive version. And even somewhat, even right at the, the very end credits, the, you get a still of the the insected looking bee cutesy thing with a with a propeller hat in the arcade flying to a sunset, and you get more or less exactly the same picture, but with this character, it's just been. Clearly, it was always supposed to be in Sector X that we played, and um, yeah. the arcades, and the Famicom got the different mm-hmm. version.
0: Right, well, do you want to know what else we could have been playing? Very, 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 very what? slim on the ground here. You have on, for letter I, anyway, you've got Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which is the side-scrolling platformer from US Gold, which was all over the shop. Multi-platform movie tie-in. Do you remember it? Do you remember I it? Do. Yeah. We're alright. Yeah, you're alright. You're on top of the train and that, aren't you? Then mm-hmm. you've got International Superstar Soccer Deluxe on the Mega Drive. I had a look at this because I had ISS 64 for the N64. And this looks good. Looks good. Yeah. I mean for the Mega Drive, it looks it looks it looks good. It looks better than FIFA. And you could argue that ISS was better than FIFA in them days. You've got uh, a lovely Sega CD uh, game called Iron Iron Helix, which look, is like an RPG dungeon crawler but science fiction themed. Which looks oh, that looks tasty. Yeah, I can remember seeing it, and it, but it looks interesting. Obviously now it looks. Oh, grainy. I wish it we'd looks, have got that. Yeah, it looks really grainy and everything, but it looks yeah, interesting, it does, doesn't but it?
2: That looks mega interesting. Yeah, I totally. Wish we'd got that. It looks like there's. Plenty to talk about there. And finally,
0: because it was CD format and you have all the memory and all the storage to do with what you will, there was In Excess Make My Video, (laughs) which was a a video editing uh, thing for In Excess before Michael Hutchins uh, was found dead in a wardrobe after masturbating furiously. This looks fucking awful. Well... (laughs) So sometimes, just because the technology's there, doesn't mean you should do it. Although that could be said for this podcast, really.
2: Again, though, I think it would have been a more interesting podcast if we'd have got that, because that looks (laughs) fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) next says, make (laughs) my video.
0: And, uh, (laughs) yeah, so that, well, leaving it, wrapping it up there with the Antipodean rockers. uh, Shall we see what the randomizer has got for us? Yes. See what interesting stuff we've got next time. What? Shut
2: your!
1: Oh, Alright, lads. Uh, how did you like letter
2: I? It was shit. Shit. Right, okay.
1: Good. Glad it was.
2: That's what. That's what I wanted.
1: So the next game you can have from me
0: is letter J, J for Jobby, Jobbyface, Jobbyface, Jibbing
1: Jobbed. which is what you are. Anyway, have this game.
0: It's supposed to be good. I hope it isn't Jungle Strike.
1: Helicopter, helicopter. helicopter.
2: Jungle strike,
0: yeah, like jungle strike. Was yeah, jungle strike uh, the super helicopter um, shooting isometric shooting? desert yeah, strike. did was ju- hang on. Right, so desert strike came first.
2: Yep. Oh, so it's like a follow-up to jungle strike,
0: that. then urban strike, and urban strike. Yep. That's the one I was thinking of. Was it? Was oh,
2: it, I might like this. Was thing. it desert
0: strike, jungle strike, urban strike, minus strike?
2: <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think the Minor strike came first. Right, okay. I think they made Jungle Strike with the redundancy money. Uh, imagine imagine oh, if they'd
0: had helicopters in Minor strike. That would have been so interested Vietnam in cold, Doncaster.
1: all dust everywhere. Drop oh.
0: some coal. In mines. <laughs>
1: uh, the, um, Coal-powered helicopters. I can't remember <laughs> which which is the which is the good version, the Mega Drive or the Super Nintendo. I can't remember. I can never remember. One of them's. One of them's shy. Oh, well, not shy, but one's far superior than the other. You'll have to investigate for it. the
0: next episode. Bring that content. I shall. Uh, well, Christ, come on. It's getting late. Uh, that's it for this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. It's quite a long one, but thanks for sticking with us. We love you a long time. And if you want to reach <laughs> out to any of us, you can grab us on the Discord. We've got a Discord. It's in the links. Come and say hi. It's really quiet. Because no one's in there.
2: <laughs> and we barely, we barely
0: log in, to be honest.
2: You can get us on Twitter or Instagram's
1: at Pixel Hunt Pod. You can uh, send us an email if you want. I'll
0: do at pixelhump You can sometimes watch us play the current game on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash pixelhump pod. And if you want to listen back to any any of these episodes, if this is your first one, all the episodes are on the podcast. Uh, all the episodes are on the website. All the episodes are on the podcast. Yeah, all the podcasts are on the website, uh, which is www.pixelhuntpodcast.com. Go over there. Listen. I don't know. And if you like it, don't tell us. Tell your friends and then tell us and then tell them to tell us. <laughs>
1: if you don't like it, you're a dick.
0: Still tell your friends. <laughs> See you later,
1: people. Lie to them and tell them it's good.
2: Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. -bye. Bye. Oh, hang on. We've been Pixel Hunt podcasts. Oh, God. Playing the game. Playing the games. So so you don't don't have 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 have
0: to. Now we're off. I make up insect jokes on the fly.